Welcome to episode number 42, the student manager at Swanger News, and we have Jake Bays in the house. Jake Bays just got off an airplane from CBUS, Columbus, Ohio State University. He was a guest in the past. Jake, great to see you. Great to see you as well. Good, good to be back. I mean, are, your eyes look fine. You don't look too tired because wasn't my daughter just out in Columbus over the weekend? Yeah, literally 48 hours ago, we were out there having a good time, doing as much as we could with everything going on and having fun. But yeah, now I'm back here. And we are going to call... He's not your roommate, is he? Not my roommate, but same fraternity brother. So, And again, that fraternity is? Sigma Chi. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the whole year transition uh, because... We had you on before. You came back, I think, right during Christmas break, right? Yeah, it was right before the Clemson-Ohio State game. I remember that. That's right. And then you went back, and we'll get into that. But let's call Blake Ludis right now, and we'll get him live on the phone. And we'll talk Columbus. We'll talk Ohio State. What's up, Fonger? Blake, Balaki, how, how are, are you doing? doing? Pretty good. How are you guys? Doing well. Good to be back, man. We miss you out here. I know. I'm jealous. You, you know, Blake, you're out there in Columbus. We're out here in studio. This is, I think, one of the uh, first times I've ever had somebody in studio and on the phone at the other time. You guys rocked it the last time you guys were in studio. And now we're, again, this whole podcast is about the search and admission process, helping students and parents. A lot's gone on in the last six months and I think there's a lot for you to share because you've gone through uh, a, a unique freshman experience. Would you say so, Blake? Yeah, it was a little funky with everything in COVID, but it's it's been good so far this year. So, All right, I'm going to dive right into it. Where were you, Jake? Were you on, I kind of forget, were you in spring break? Were you, all your stuff still there in Columbus? What happened? Yeah, so... I I think we found out on spring break, we, I might have even found out with Blake, like the day everything got shut down for like schools, NBA, everything, we were on a boat on the peninsula and, and it was already kind of a weird feel. It was eerie, like everybody's getting the sense that something might be going on and not many people were out. And then, yeah, that night we got shut down for 14 days at first and then they eventually canceled the whole thing. But yeah, we got shut down then and then... Yeah, the, eventually the whole thing did. But our stuff was still out in the dorms, and we were back in Newport, so it was kind of kind of funky. And, and Blake, I think I ran into you a few times, and you said, Fonger, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Uh, you know, it was spring break, and then all of a sudden, you weren't going back, correct? Yeah. No, it got – well, they kept pushing it back because we had another week of spring break originally. And everyone was like kind of – they're like, oh, that's cool. But then everyone kind of realized that this could be the beginning of the end. And so you two both stayed home for the spring. I, I obviously everybody did, but talk to me about the online experience. Uh, Blake, tell me your experience of online, how you finished the spring semester. Correct. Um, spring online, semester. Yeah. online learning is especially difficult when you're in these huge GE classes. So that obviously didn't help. But most of the most of our classes, I don't know for Jake, but for me, were like asynchronous, so I didn't have to sit in on a live Zoom, which I guess was kind of nice, kind of nice because I could rewatch the lectures and then you can meet them for office hours on Zoom, which is, mm -hmm. I mean, is is fine, but it's not the 
I'm I'm a visual learner and like a hands-on learner. So the person the person-to-person contact and being in a classroom, it just helps me focus better. So I obviously would prefer that, but OSU did a pretty good job with everything given the circumstances. Jake, what about yourself? Yeah, I'd say the same thing. I'm more of a person-to-person learner, so that was tough. And when, especially with the um, going no Zoom classes at all, not, except for like office hours and just learning off PowerPoints and stuff, it really, for GE classes, it was harder to learn, actually. It turned kind of into just a turning into assignments game and taking tests rather than like actually learning the material and doing the things and seeing it to like actually get it stuck in our heads and know it. So it was a little weird. I cannot wait, or it's still a little weird, and I can't wait to go back to normal but for now we just gotta make do with what we have and do the best we can of at least like learning on our own and stuff like that did you feel the two of you did you feel that you lost out on some of your freshman year oh yeah uh yeah Yeah. for sure yeah that would have been the best part too like the the end because we just we were like just about to finish like rushing and pledging and all that and we would have been able to just kind of have fun and finished the year strong. The weather was getting nice. All that it was starting to warm up, no more snow. And then boom, everything got cut. So it was tough. And Blake, when you guys went back, so when did you, when did Ohio state start? Uh, we started August 25th, August 25th. And I remember when you yeah, guys were in Tuesday. studio uh, about in January, you said when you guys first got there, I kind of remember the lines. If you go back into the episode, you can listen. You said it was hot, humid. I think you were even meeting Jake, and sometimes you'd meet him coming down from, from the dorm, and he would stink <laughs> or he would smell or something like that. But so you're back. You're back in August. What, what changed, or, and how has what's the atmosphere and the environment like? Um, it was still. Weather was hot, but I feel like it was a lot more manageable. I don't know what my apartment I was living in also has AC. So that was a, a step up from my dorm last year. But I don't know. I think everyone was just so excited to be paying attention. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But we didn't really just excited. And Jake, would you say the same thing? Or like going back on campus in August, what was the vibe? And and were you just like, let's go, let's get partying? Or or like, what what was it like? I would say that was probably the campus vibe. Everybody was fired up to be back. I mean, we it, it had been so long, we missed the best part of the year. So it's kind of like, I remember landing and everything here has had been shut down pretty hard. So like, it wasn't the same as much back here, but when we got there, we'd just be, you'd be going up the street and every house would be like having a party or people out front going on. So yeah, the mood was pretty, it was, everybody was pretty excited. I'll just say that for sure. Yeah. Because Blake, I was talking to Jake before we called you and uh, you knew that my daughter, Julia, who's at the university of Wisconsin, a freshman was in C bus over the weekend. You know that, right? Yeah, no, I was, I, I missed her because I went to Miami of Ohio, Miami University. Yes. This weekend, unfortunately. And, and I've never been on that campus. How's that campus? Oh, Miami's it's, it's, it's beautiful. I like it. It's a, it's a cool school. I'm happy. Uh, I chose OSU. I think it fits me a little better, but no, Miami. Miami of Ohio is a beautiful campus. Okay. Okay. I might have to check that out one day. So when we dropped Julia off in Madison, walking down the street, I'm like, there is college students in the, you know, the fraternity in Greek robe, just 
drinking, playing dice games. But what I noticed was everybody had mask on as compared to maybe out here in Orange County, right? Uh, in Newport Beach. Uh, and then following week, we went out to Seattle to help my other daughter at Washington move in. Again, every student, every probably adult parent we ran into had mask on. But what was eerie was like the restaurants were open. So when you guys like got back on campus, how was that? How is it like now? Like even when you walk through, um, you know, from your dorms or your apartments to restaurants or wherever you're going, what is it like? Uh, I would not say Columbus is as much as a mask town. I'll just like not as much as the others for sure. When when we got back, and maybe it's just because we were coming from California, so it's so okay. different. But I mean, it felt like just COVID didn't even exist. Like the we went to kind of like here. I mean, yeah, or Newport's the same. I guess for me personally, because my mom was worried about it, I didn't do much over the summer. Like I kind of was just doing, I just ended up taking two summer school classes and um, that kind of took up most of my time. I'd do some things for fun. I'd right. golf here and then, but I didn't go out to like any parties or go out to the beach that much. I was kind of, my parents wanted me to lay low. So when I went there, it was like, whoa, because like everything was open and I hadn't really gone out or done much. So to be on my own in that setting, it was kind of fun. But yeah, it's not as much as a mass town. The the re restaurants are all open. Now, the weird thing is bars and restaurants close, or at least bars and restaurants stop serving alcohol at 10. So that really cuts it down early. Mm -hmm. But during the day, for the most part, like you go down High Street, you go down to um, Short North, like it's it's popping. There's a lot of people. Now, Blake, did, did you did you get COVID? Um, yes, I did. And you got, and Jake, you had COVID too, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Let's, I mean, a lot of people here from Newport Harbor and CDM and modern day students got it, but they were like asymptomatic. So, I'm going to ask you, were you guys asymptomatic? I was, yes. Yeah, not me as much. I mean, I, for, as far as like the immediate symptoms, yes. I had a fever for like two hours, took a Tylenol, didn't get anything after that. But I did have a point, and I was talking to them about this, where my legs would go numb, like mm -hmm. randomly. Like I would just be sitting on my couch. I'd have like one leg up and both like the top leg would go numb or both would go numb. Mm. So that was weird. And that was part of the reason I kind of considered coming back other than maybe being a little homesick and stuff too. But that that's has actually that the recent days has gone away. And like I'm, I'm done with COVID, but like it's just some after stuff. So other than that though, not, nothing like brutal that I was like, oh, this stinks. Like, So Blake, you're in Columbus right now. You're taking, are all the classes online or is it hybrid? What is it like, Blake? Yeah, so all mine are online right now. Yeah, I'm. So. I'm the same way. It, so we, you could do hybrid, but they gave us in-state tuition if we did online. So, oh, yeah, we kind of jumped at the opportunity of that. I mean, we're we're already spending so much going away and traveling to get out there that it like we just took online to help but, that out. Wait, I I want to repeat that because this is actually. I should have said that. I've known it because one of our other friends is a freshman at Ohio State. And if you opt to go online, say that again. You get in-state tuition. So, Blocky, Jake, are you guys both have in-state tuition right now because you're all online? Yeah. yeah. He actually, he's the reason it, I got it. I didn't know about it. He figured it out and then let me know. So, credit to you, Blake, because that's all. Yeah. <laughs> that was all him. So, and Blake, what he's is, saying... I is uh, he will pay for your next drinks at bars and restaurants <laughs> when he gets back. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I mean, we can make an agreement on air for that. I mean. <laughs> and <laughs> so let's talk about the classes online. Um, obviously, you're living both off campus now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
right? So how is it taking classes online? Is it anything different uh, than maybe in the spring? Oh, uh, I would say, yeah, I'm a little more used to it, I'd say, than before. Um, like the, the spring, because it was so abrupt, it like was kind of weird at first, but now it's like, I'm used to it. Everything's kind of normal. It's become normal. And so, yeah, I, I say now it's a little different because we're just more comfortable with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Blake, would you, would you say the same thing? Yeah, no, I'd have to, we're just kind of used to the whole gig. So I completely agree with what Jake said. Right. So let me ask you a question because I love having now, you guys have had that experience, right? Um, your first, well, your first full freshman year in Columbus, and now you're entering your sophomore year. Uh, I want to help students and parents. So Blake and Jake, here's the question. Knowing what you know now, what would you do or what would you have done differently in high school? I'll start with you first, Jake. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Differently in high school, I mean, I don't know if I would have done anything really differently. I think now when I've got to Columbus, I would change my maybe approach and just try to meet as many people as possible earlier, knowing that things would get shut down. Because I kind of relied on Rush and stuff for that to get to know people and um, pledging and all that. And so I probably would have went out and met people earlier, had I knew what was going to happen. But in high school, I mean, I I don't know. I probably would have just been bummed if I knew what was going to happen, but I don't think I would have changed too much or anything. Blake, what about yourself? Um, I think I met, I kind of went over this. I mentioned this last time we're together, but I would say in like the application process, kind of be like realistic with what you want to do as in like where you see yourself going to school, not so much like what your major is because you can get on campus and take some G's and stuff and electives for maybe a major you think and then end up not liking it. So I want to be just set in stone on one thing unless you're in love with it, but apply to schools that you can see yourself, whether that be in the South or the East coast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd say that's the biggest thing because I applied to way too many schools. And that's, I love how you just mentioned that because every guest or any student or parent I always talk to, and I just had this conversation. I'm going to speak at where you guys are. You familiar with? I think I'm saying this the right NYM or National Youth. Oh, N O Y M. Yes, Blake. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? National League. Yeah, yeah. No, I was in. I was in that. So, okay, yeah. so you'll get a NOIM. kick out of this. So October 5th, which is coming up, I'm speaking to the senior class, and there's some seniors that I've already run into, and I said, "Well, do you have your list of schools? Do you know what a stretch is? They're like stretch. What's a stretch?" Or do you know what a moderate is? Or do you know what a fallback slash safety school is? So Blake, you just said it, right? You applied to like too many schools or you just yeah. know, know what you want. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to dig a little deeper. Cause when I say knowing what you know, now you're a sophomore to Ohio state, like mm-hmm. what about like rigor wise, academic wise, um, things that you would have done differently in high school to maybe help you prepare or even make that transition a lot easier if it's even being prepared or organized. Maybe, can you touch on that? Yeah, I would just say for me, I I had pretty good time management in high school and that kind of helped me balance everything. Like I feel like a lot of um, the kids you're going to be talking to at NLIM, they'll play sports and stuff. So that kind of helps you, that helps for sure with balancing your time with like having fun with your friends and 
doing school and especially when you get to college you're kind of you're on your own so you have to fend for yourself and know what's best but i feel like it's something you kind of you learn how to balance through your first year especially but right jake i agree with that but like in the terms like he's he's good at time management i'm i was not i'm getting better but i'm still not as good so i think i would have taken that more seriously in high school i think in high school i just kind of wanted to have fun more at times or just like think about other things whether it was sports or what i was going to do on the weekend or whatever and i didn't take it as seriously because i was a little younger and not as mature so i think looking back if i knew what i knew now just with school because everything builds on in like from your high school curriculum i feel like to me college is just a harder version of like high school like it's just the rigor there's a little more homework sometimes it's a little the tests are a little harder and stuff and so i would have just gotten my time management better and really focused on like each class individually and learning the material so i could be more prepared going in i mean when i came into school i'm doing like fine even better than i thought but it i it took more work ethic for me coming in because i didn't like prepare as well in high school for college so if you can if you can like really focus in high school and understand the material and getting your time management down in your discipline it'll help this transition be smoother and you won't have to work as hard going straight into college that that's great advice and you know what and I, i've asked a couple other guests and and when they come back on the podcast and i'm going to ask each of you and be honest did you get homesick who wants to go first I'm gonna, I, can, I can go first yeah go ahead <laughs> yeah no i would say not completely, but especially Jake can agree with me. Like come Thanksgiving in November when it was probably would never reach over 45 degrees and it was gloomy for three weeks straight. I was, I was feeling, I was feeling homesick. That was yeah. first semester. Especially. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I came home. One of the reasons I came home was because I was homesick. I mean, I don't know. It's, we live in like such a great place that it's hard like not to be. I feel like like and I even when I was driving here today because I drove down by the peninsula and it was like right. the first time seeing the water, and I guess like a month or two now, but or a month or so now. But I don't know. It's yeah. It's I I get homesick sometimes. I miss I miss a lot more the friends sometimes like the people back here, but then like the place itself. Um, but yeah, like but the combination of everything. Yeah, with friends beach all that i do get homesick and then the weather is a factor when it gets cold and it's like it gets yeah like it doesn't go over 45 i mean we don't get below 45 i don't think ever here even at its coldest point so it's 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 that gets a little tough but so what advice do you give those students because obviously you're having a great time in columbus and and cbus is a great college town how do you how do you get through those moments and in times i would say well i would yeah i would start with everybody probably gets homesick it's not abnormal to be homesick it's not like oh it's just like a you problem like oh i'm homesick. right it's, everybody. everybody does even the people who love their i mean i love my school but at the same time i love home too like you're gonna miss your family your friends back home and where you live so that and then um i would just say especially for the kids who are gonna be in college next year the ones who are listening who aren't there yet like early you are going to get homesick too like it's it's almost a guarantee because i feel like you haven't met your group yet you just left you're you're finding a new way of life so it kind of ties back into like everybody gets homesick but like the when especially being newer like it's gonna happen so if it, if you are homesick like just, suck it up yeah almost i don't want to say suck it up but yeah <laughs> will. suck suck it up it's like it it happens um you'll you'll end up being fine you know it's a it's good to get away it's good to 
adjust to new things. If you're always being home, you're never going to kind of, I guess, learn how to be on your own or even experience new places. So yeah, just suck it up. You'll be okay. It'll, it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say suck it up because, uh, here's what I'll tell parents. If your kid wants to come home, let them come home. That's the advice I got. Meaning come home, like just if they want to just come home for the weekend, not come home, like come home, come home. I'm transferring. So Sophia was up in Washington, I believe since June. Right. But she was going to, and then we were going to see her for Labor Day weekend. Matter of fact, we were going to see Michigan at Washington for Labor Day weekend, but we already, we'll, we'll touch on that pretty soon. So I didn't cancel that weekend. I said, you know, we'll still come up there. But I think two weeks before she said, Hey, can I just come home for the weekend? Cause she didn't want to go camping. A lot of her friends during the summer would go do stuff. And I said, sure, why not? But if I didn't hear that advice, like, hey, parents, if you're listening out there, if your child wants to come home just for the weekend, let, let them come home. I mean, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Um, let's get into Big Ten football because I think this is a uh, right time. And if it wasn't for, and, and I'm not just because you guys are on the podcast, but if it was not for the Ohio State, right? I don't think the Big Ten would be pushing uh, for football to come back. And what what's happening now is uh, obviously I'm, I'm going to say thankful to, to Ohio State because I'm going to go on record now before you, Blake, and before you, Jake. Ohio State will win the national championship this year if, if everything plays out in terms of not canceling because they have the most talent, they have the team, and I think because the Ohio State was missing out and watching those games. They're like, wait, what about us? But a lot of the other Big Ten schools, I don't think want to play, right? Obviously, we went through that last week. So how is it when you got the news that Big Ten football is coming back, Ohio State, what was going on in your mind, Jake? It was, I was super fired up. I, like like you said, I think we're going to win the national title. Not only that, we have, Miss mentioned, we have the best quarterback in the nation too. I know people are going to disagree, but I saw Trevor Lawrence in person. It took our number top potential top 10 cornerback and some and some more bad calls for him to win that game and he's in person he's wildly inaccurate unlike Justin Fields I've seen Justin Fields in person it's not inaccurate so no we have the best quarterback in the nation we have the best running back committee in the nation we got um Trey Sermon Oklahoma running back to transfer over we got three five-star wide receivers in there we got the best one of the best defenses in the nation we're winning the national title you heard it here first from Fonger and me I'm fired up. I'm fired up to celebrate. I'm already planning my celebration in Columbus for when we beat Clemson by 30 in the Natty. So, yeah, I'm fired up. Blake, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go on the record. I'm going to be the third person to say that. <laughs> OSU's winning. OSU, OSU's taking this thing home. But, no, I was I was so fired up when we heard it because there's reports that kept coming out that say it was going to resume, but, like, nothing major. Right. So we'd literally always be texting back and forth with all of our buddies and be like, well, like, here's another, like, false report. But when we got the news, we're just – I mean, it's it's going to be so fun, but it also is going to kind of stink not being able to watch the games, like, in person. But we're going to make it work. So I'm excited. You know, I agree with you 100%. I told my daughter at Washington and my daughter at Wisconsin, I said, if you guys just have one football game this year, I'd be the happiest camper. Because, <laughs> I mean, think of it as a student. Obviously, you can't go – into the stadium, right? Unless you're a high donor or like Notre Dame, I guess uh, uh, previously on this uh, show had 20%, 30% students are in the stadium at Notre Dame, right? And some, yeah. some campuses are doing that. But 
what is it going to be like in Columbus? Can we like talk to the audience? Because we have friends that go to Ohio State. People want to go to the the Ohio State. Are the bars going to be rocking and rolling? Is it, are there going to be tailgates? Or you may not even know that. But what do you plan to do? I have no idea what the what the bar scene would be like. What it's going to be like, I have no idea because from what I've heard, I mean, I'm not 21, but uh, at the bars, it's you have to like reserve. You can only sit at a table with like eight to ten people max, and of course they stop serving alcohol at 10 and close at 11. So it's going to be very, very weird when an influx of old 60,000 of us are trying to go do something before the game. Yeah. We're Columbus is going to have fun. I'll just, uh, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what other way to put it. We're not like, <laughs> it the, the, yeah, it, it, I mean, you could have, we could have said the same thing when school started, there were so many rules and guidelines. And I think they got like, the rules got kind of relaxed after a couple of weeks. Cause they realized, all right, like this is Columbus, this is Ohio state. It's the it's full lockdown of like every student, like not being able to like even have people in the dorm and stuff isn't going to work. So I would say the same for game days. I mean, Obviously, we want to do as much as possible to like not spread things around and um, and all that and keep people safe. But it, it it's the middle of Ohio. It's football season. It's the fall. There, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun for everyone. So, so the last time you guys were on this podcast, you had so much excitement and energy, and I I think I told you guys this after. It's one of the reasons why Julia applied to the Ohio State and actually got accepted. But when she could not visit. The campus, she's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to Madison. Wisconsin's always been her number one. But I, I wonder what would have played out if she actually went on campus to Columbus, uh, uh, you know, before she made her decision. So all those parents and students that are out there, let's sell the Ohio State one more time. Let's pump up the C-Bus. Jake, why Columbus? Well, uh, so I'll start with, I think we've already pumped up that Columbus is a lot of fun, but more importantly, as far as school, I think um, it's really surprising how much like the administration, the teachers, the faculty really cares about you. Like they do a really good job of helping you in classes, trying to set you up and make sure you learn the knowledge needed for the future. And then when it comes to like career internships, all that, there's a lot of like opportunities, internship fairs, career fairs to help you out. So for the school part, they do a really good job um, of helping of helping you. They want you to be successful, and you can really feel that. And there's also a lot of like extracurricular activities you can get yourself in, other than just like fraternity and sorority life, because obviously everybody knows about that. But the school aspect, they do a really good job of like showing that they care and really trying to help you. And then yeah, as far as fun, I I don't even know. What, I mean, you, you just have to come see your, for yourself. I haven't heard of someone going there and not having fun. So um, if, you, if you're thinking about it, um, high schoolers, definitely come check it out. You can hit me or Blake up anytime, yeah. reach out anyway, whether it's social media or you get my number and we'll, um, we'll help you out, we'll show you around. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun and they do a really good job of caring and like helping us get ready to be successful later in life. Blake, maybe touch on something that Jake did not say, uh, why yeah. the Ohio State? Oh, it is it is the best school in the country. I will stand by that. Um, especially if you're a business student. I know there's probably gonna be a lot of kids who want to do business. This is your school for sure. It's 
they um when my sister went here like eight years ago or no excuse me six years ago my my parents were like kind of they're like okay the school is enormous like we sent two kids to georgia and that's thirty thousand, and this is literally twice the size but like they do big well that's the biggest thing so i know people are probably going to see their total enrollment is almost sixty-two thousand kids but it doesn't feel that big well like we've always said you can make a big campus feel small but you can't make a small campus feel big we said that last time a hundred percent a hundred percent uh, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna challenge you all because now Blake's talking about business and eventually you guys will graduate and let's see how knowledgeable you all are. Who is the new president of the Ohio State? Who wants to take this? Blake, it last name's Johnson. I don't know the first name. I yeah, I know, Johnson. I know she she got her PhD from Stanford. If I'm not if I'm not wrong, she got a doctorate from Stanford. Christina Johnson, Jake Bays. Dang. You gotta give yourself more credit. He I'm just up one zero, Blake. Christina Johnson taking over for Michael Drake, who again, remember, he was formerly at UC you Irvine and then is at uh, the Ohio State. Now he's taking over the entire UC system in California. So there are some fun facts, and we always got to leave on this note. I'm gonna ask you. I'll ask you, Jake. What is the graduation rate at the Ohio State? Man, oof! I'm gonna go with this. Is this might be I might be high like highballing it here, but I'm gonna say 86. percent hmm, Not that bad. 83.4 percent. Okay. I was close. So, and I know COVID hit. You guys already are part of this number, Blake. The retention rate at the Ohio State. So after your freshman year, right? If people get homesick, mm-hmm. they're having so much fun. Yes. Most of these people are going to come back. What's the retention rate at the Ohio State? I'm going to go... It's, it's a big school. I'm going to say... I'm going bull. I'm saying 92%. All right. Very close. 95%. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that... Okay. And if that... If we didn't sell you on OSU, that should. <laughs> <laughs> well... I want to thank Balaki, as I call him, Blake Lutis, formerly of Newport Harbor High School, Jake Bays, formerly of Corona Del Mar CDM High day. School. Oh, I was a modern day guy with, with why do Gabe I, right here. Why do I always say CDM? Because I see you C- hanging yeah, out. I'm a CDM side of town. I go to the CDM. I think I've seen you at a few CDM football games. Yeah, that's so, probably yeah. why. That's yeah. right. We got modern. We got monarchs repping, but they both have been guests on the student manager, and they were so kind to join. As we're in the fall season, schools getting back, it's a great to hear different stories about people's experience of how COVID hit, right, and now how they're going back on campus. But more importantly, what they've learned and what they can share to students and parents. So, again, Blake Lutis, Jake Bays, thank you very much, guys, and go Buckeyes. Let's see if our prediction comes true, okay? Yeah, go Bucks. Thank you so much again, Fonger, for having us. Again, Fonger News, student manager, sponsored. We got to always give our corporate sponsor, Shorebird. Alex, the general manager. You know, he's been giving me gift cards because I've been sending him a lot of people to the Shorebird. And one of my next guests is coming in here. We're going to talk about Shorebird because I sent them there. They're in town. They had Shorebird the other night. So um, that's it. Fonger News, out.